Hello and welcome to Weatherstone Capital Management's March podcast. I am Michael Ball, the President and Lead Portfolio Manager at Weatherstone Capital Management. Well, as we look back on February, we got our long-awaited 3%, 5%, and 10% correction out of the way with uh, some of the longest stretches that we've seen. It was the longest stretch without a 5% correction going back to 1959, and we were quite stressed for both a 3% and a 10% correction perspective. Also, on a global basis, it was the longest stretch um, ever without a 3% correction for global equities. If we look at what uh, transpired to cause our correction and subsequent bounce back, it became really the fear of uh, rising interest rates and that rates may go up more than anticipated. And as we look at, you know, what does that matter? Because overall, it's true that the background environment is quite positive for stocks. The earnings growth is quite good. Economic growth is quite robust. So to some people, it seems a little bit perplexing that stocks would sell off so heavily. But if we step back and take a look at the context in which everything occurred, if we look at the current price to earnings ratio um, for the S&P 500, which if we're looking at forward earnings, um, as we were late into January, we were at better than 18 times uh, future earnings with the prospect of interest rates being up higher than expected and then subsequent talk about uh, potential trade um, tariffs and retaliation and things like that, you began to see investors get a little bit more nervous and wonder you know, historically, 18 times earnings is pretty expensive for what we have seen. And as we look at uh, the heightened uncertainty, you know, the question became, what's the an appropriate number? And people were, you know, rightfully so, maybe a little bit skittish to still be paying the highest valuation levels for the S&P 500 um, that we've seen since late 2001, early 2002. So stocks from a valuation perspective have dropped from being a little bit over 18 um, on a PE to 16.7 currently. So it brings that valuation down a little bit more reasonable to account for some of the uncertainty. Will uncertainty increase going forward or will it settle down and people be willing to pay higher uh, valuation levels once again? That will likely be heavily determined by the direction of interest rates and what goes on in Washington, D.C., but once again, the background environment generally remains quite favorable as the impact of tax cuts um, expands earnings estimates and profit margins for quite a few um, companies out there. As we look at what's been going on in the bond market, we saw yields on 10-year government bonds uh, move at the end of January from roughly 2.7% to upwards of 2.9%. Um, and then came back to settle down just a little bit below 2.9% by the end of the month. Um, That's broken a long-term downtrend line that we've had going back over quite a number of years. So as investors and others are beginning to position more for higher interest rates, we've been seeing more volatility than uh, normal out of the bond market. We're seeing most all of the major bond market indexes now negative for the year. As we look at the economy, the uh, readings there remain quite strong. 
globally, we're continuing to see some of the strongest economic growth that we've had in 10 years or more. And it continues to be quite synchronized globally um, across regions in the world. So that remains as a favorable backdrop for the stock market. Um, on a potentially negative side to that, when we look at time periods in the past when consumer economic sentiment has been quite positive in the United States, that's typically become associated with uh, below average future stock market returns. Because when people have a pretty uh, bright and optimistic view of the economy, they're more comfortable in uh, taking on more stock market risk. And when subsequent negative events come out, people begin to become a little more cautious. And as a result, they can start to uh, sell off some of the stocks and move back to more cautious positions. For the time being, our short-term stock market indicators, both for U.S. and foreign stocks, remains quite positive. So we don't anticipate that the uh, most recent correction is turning into the, uh, the next bear market just yet. As we look at positioning that we did in Weatherstone portfolios, for most of our portfolios in the equity positions, we really didn't make too many significant changes during the past month. In early February, we eliminated positions in Latin America, and then early in March, we have replaced those with positions in technology. In uh, one of our absolute return strategies, we did reduce some equity positions just to take some and lock in some profits that we had uh, made from late last year and early this year. Uh, we did make some more significant changes in terms of the bond portfolios. We sold off uh, pretty much all of our high-yield corporate bond positions as well as convertible bonds and reallocated some of that money to either short-term bonds, um, adjustable rate bank loan funds, or to uh, cash just to uh, wait and see where rates began to settle down before we began to uh, redeploy the cash. Our expectation in the bond portion of the portfolios is that it's going to be a year to be on the shorter end of the yield curve and uh, take adjustable rate bonds and other things that can adapt quickly to uh, higher interest rates. And then for the equity markets, we tend to have still a pretty good backdrop for earnings and other things that would be conducive for people taking on more risk. We do tend to get some more political uncertainty as we move into midterm election years. These do tend to be um, years in which corrections that we may see during the summertime may be deeper than average and also tend to last a little bit longer than average. But uh, once people get a feel for um, how uh, political gains or fortunes may change somewhat in the midterm elections, the markets begin to settle back down and to focus more on economic factors. In summary, February was a reminder that uh, markets do move in both directions, even though uh, the volatility had been quite tame through pretty much all of 2017. When volatility does come back, it can come back with little warning. And that's why we believe in reviewing and measuring market risk on a very frequent basis. We hope that you have a great month of March, and we'll look forward to having the opportunity to visit with you next month. Thanks.